Jigs and Reels is sponsored in part by Huddle Services Disc Jockey Service, your number one choice in entertainment in Southern Ontario. Our company specializes in providing DJ services for weddings, stag and dones, anniversaries, birthday parties, school dances, to corporate parties. Our company also specializes in Newfie music, which makes our DJ company stand out in the area. We also offer karaoke services, video dance parties, and stag and dough game rentals. We want to make your events as easy as possible and provide the best entertainment. So contact us today for more information at 226-988-2895 or visit us on the web at HODL, that's H-O-D-D-L-E, services.vpweb.ca. You'll be having a time. your duds in order cause we're bound across the water heave away me jollies heave away come get your duds in order cause we're bound to leave tomorrow heave away me jolly boys we're all bound away sometimes we're bound for liverpool sometimes we're bound for spain heave away me jollies heave away but now we're bound for old st john's where all the girls are dancing heave away me jolly boys we're all bound away I wrote me love a letter, I was on the Denny Lynn Heave away, me jollies, heave away I wrote me love a letter and I signed it with a ring Heave away, me jolly boys, we're all bound away Sometimes we're bound for Liverpool, sometimes we're bound for Spain Heave away, me jollies, heave away But now we're bound for old St. John's where all the girls are dancing Heave away, me jolly boys, we're all bound away Deceive me, heave away I mean, jolly boys, we're all bound away Sometimes we're bound for Liverpool More times we're bound for Spain Heave away, me jollies, heave away But now we're bound for old St. John's Where all the girls are dancing Heave away, I mean, jolly boys, we're all bound away For Liverpool, sometimes we're bound for Spain. Heave away, me jollies, heave away. But now we're bound for old St. John's, where all the girls are dancing. Heave away, and me jolly boys, we're all bound away. Sometimes we're bound for Liverpool, more times we're bound for Spain. Heave away, me jollies, heave away. But now we're bound for old St. John's, where all the girls are dancing. Heave away, and me jolly boys, we're all bound away. Heave away, and me jolly boys, we're all Well, good evening, Newfoundlanders and those who wish to be. It is I, Dean Clark, on a show called Jigs and Reels. It is the all-Newfoundland radio show heard here on the mainland, Kitchener, Waterloo, Ontario. And, uh, of course, we play nothing but the best Newfoundland music this side of the St. Lawrence. It is Monday, December the 12th, and oh my God, I 
have been nervous all week, excited all week to get this up and running. Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great honor that I welcome you, Mr. Bud Davidge, to Jigs and Reels for a night with Bud is what we've decided on calling this. Welcome to the show, Bud Davidge. It's a pleasure to be with you, oh. and um, even though we have the time difference and all of that sort of thing, but that's that's fine. We're not worried about that. Well, I figured you're up all the time anyways, because, buddy, you don't sleep from what I've been seeing as you do. My gosh, you're everywhere. Yeah, but, you know, uh, in this, uh, uh, the routine that I've been doing lately since I got back into the performing and stuff about six, seven years ago, um, it's it's different than it used to be. You know, we're not out there all night long. We do one-hour shows, sometimes yeah. two hours or something like that. And that's about the extent of it. So it's a much easier process than it used to be when we played for dances and would go up until 2 o'clock and that sort of thing. We don't do that anymore. I'm too, I, I'm too far advanced in age <laughs> to do that. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned the too far advanced in the age part. I was like, geez, man, you're some... Some smart there, you know, but uh, and you don't have to bring your own gear out anymore either. Everything is set oh, there up. There you go. There's you... a whole lot of advantage oh. over what we used to have. We always go where people are doing the sound for us, and we don't have to carry, as you say, all of that yep. the gear and the equipment around. It could take our my old guitar along, and that's about it. Uh, you know, so it's uh, it's much different than it used to be, and it's uh, more pleasurable. In that regard, than it used to be. Of course, it was pleasurable back then, but we were a lot younger. <laughs> Just a little bit younger, right? So let's talk about that. Let's get right into this, bud. 45-plus years you've been in the music business. Yeah, 1977 we started. So, myself and Sam Savory down in Ballorum. Yeah, so where did it all begin for you prior to that? How did you get into the music business? Well, that was the beginning of getting into it for me in, in 1977, and uh, Sim, of course, had been into it before that quite a bit, as a matter of fact, Yeah. and um, in in Newfoundland and outside Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and, and these places as well. So uh, I had a day job, of course, and Sim did too. He was working with a bank, uh, with the CIBC Bank there for some years. Yeah. And uh, these were sidelines, and I was working down in English Harbor West uh, is from 1970 onwards with the school board down there. Yeah. And um, uh, when Sim came back to from St. John's to start up his grocery store business in Ballorum, uh, and that would have been around about, I think, 75, or I would say around about that. Yeah. And um, when he came back, we knew each other, not in the musical sense of the word very much, but um, uh, we knew each other as friends and that sort of thing. And uh, it wasn't very long uh, that we started to do a little bit of uh, of music, you know, here and there just for fun, sitting around the kitchen, that kind of thing. And... uh, Sim was between bands at the time because he, he was most always involved in a band mm-hmm. of some sort. And at that particular time, he was not in a band. And um, so it, it evolved to some degree, I guess you could say. 
and we got to do, uh, he coaxed me into doing it. That's what I boiled down to. Coaxed you. I bet he did twist that rubber arm, didn't he? Well, I, I didn't have any intentions of, of doing it, to tell you the truth. How many rums did uh, it take to get you up on stage? Yeah, no, I was <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, you know the way these things go, and... Yeah. Um, and in 1977, we did a little gig for a guy down who just had opened up a new club down in Ballorum. He had bought the old uh, Fisherman's Lodge down there. Yeah, the old Schooner Lounge it was. Yeah, it was the old Schooner Lounge, Mr. Cox, his name was. Yeah. And uh, and he had this place, and, you know, Saturday afternoons and that sort of thing. Uh, the boys would sit around and have a beer and and chat and all that sort of stuff and play a bit of music here yeah. and there. So anyway, he coaxed us into uh, doing a dance for him, and uh, I said, well, geez, I don't think that's... I don't bother with that, you know. <laughs> but um, Sim said, oh, that'll be a bit of fun, so on. So it didn't take a whole lot, I suppose, of encouragement. But anyway, finally we did it. Yeah. And um, on a Saturday night down there, and uh, at that time, we were doing all cover. We didn't have any any of our original stuff at that particular time. I hadn't written any songs at that point. I had dabbled in a bit of poetry and stuff, but sure. nothing, nothing in terms of a full-fledged songwriting right. situation, you know. Yeah. Anyway, it went pretty well, and... Um, I think we made 40 bucks or something like that that night, so, <laughs> you know, um, it, from there it went, and uh, I don't think we probably didn't play the, the the weekend after that, but it wasn't very long before we were back. That's incredible. So the name Semini came from, now I've read it, and you and I had this conversation way back in the early 90s. Tell everyone, if they don't know, how the name Semini came about, bud. Well, I guess I have to get the blame for it because um, the conversation somewhere along the way came up about who was going to be doing the show at the dance, or dance it was, because we played dances all the time down there. Who was going to be doing it? I said, well, Sam and I are going to be uh, playing a few songs up there on Saturday night, you know, that kind of thing, if you want to come along. Uh Uh-huh. And... um, uh, having said that a few times, I suppose uh, <laughs> <laughs> the rest is history. It, uh, yeah, the yeah, rest is of, history. Uh, when it when it came time to put it on the front of a twelve inch uh, LP, yeah, in nineteen eighty one, um, we I said, well, you know, let's see if we can't make a graphic out of this and put it on the front and see what it, how it looks. And uh, and sure enough, it's stuck, and it, it, it's the same one that has been on every CD, every album. Now, you said 1981. That was the year you released your first album. Let's play a couple of songs off of that, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. It is the title track, Saltwater Cowboys, and we're going to play Bartender's Story off of this CD. It is taken from Semini. Everybody knows this one. Saltwater Cowboys, Jigs and Reels. A Newfie's a Newfie wherever he goes. It don't seem to matter the color his clothes. The gleam in his eyes and the way that he walks. And the true Newfie tone in the way that he talks. Oh, by the Lord, I'm by the thunder and gee. How are you doing, you son of a bee? You can't fool your old man by the 
of desperation written on their face That guy in the corner sitting all alone He came in here the other night about closing time And who should he see sitting at that table over there Was the pretty wife who told him she was gone to evening prayer Was the one flirting with his wife His anger fled, cursed on her We began to fight But then I saw the strangest thing As he got from the floor There was a grin upon his bloody mouth He made for the door All that was a year ago But now I understand That crooked smile on that face Blooded by my hand I haven't had a moment's peace Ever since that night I could almost hear him say You sucker, learn your lesson right Now every Sunday morning We're at the church by night And she won't let me have a drink That's stronger than wine I taken by those pretty flashing eyes If you take away her prayer books She's a devil in disguise I today in desperation Called her husband on the phone I pleaded with him Buddy, will you take this woman home? 
His hollow mocking laughter just cut me like a knife. He said, like I told you, bartender, she's no longer my wife. Jigs and Reels, 98.5 CKWR. From the countryside of Sam and I, Bud and Sim and Bartender Story. We also had in that set Saltwater Cowboys. We're going to talk to Bud Davidges. It is a night with Bud. We're going to ask him the story behind Bartender Story in 60 seconds. Jigs and Reels is sponsored in part by Hoddle Services Disc Jockey Service. Your number one choice in entertainment in southern Ontario. Our company specializes in providing DJ services for weddings, stag and dones, anniversaries, birthday parties, school dances, to corporate parties. Our company also specializes in newfie music, which makes our DJ company stand out in the area. We also offer karaoke services, video dance parties, and stag and dough game rentals. We want to make your events as easy as possible and provide the best entertainment. So contact us today for more information at 226-988-2895. Or visit us on the web at HODL, that's H-O-D-D-L-E, services.vpweb.ca. You'll be having a time. And we're back here on Jigs and Reels. And if you happen to miss any of this episode, of course, it is going to be rebroadcast. My buddy Matt is recording this as we speak, and it'll be on Spotify, Apple Music, and Mixcloud. It is a night with Bud Davidge. Now, Bud, we just finished hearing a couple of tracks off your debut uh, CD from 1981, Saltwater Cowboys and Bartender Stories. Now, you nearly wrote all the songs on the albums, including the two we just listened to. Now, we know the story behind Saltwater Cowboys. We get that. But what about Bartender's story? Now, Dave and Aubrey did the bartender's sweetheart. Are you the bartender in that song? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's more or less the the way that it went. And, of course, um, as you say, Dave and Aubrey came out with the bartender's sweetheart. Yeah. And um, that was his story about, the, you know, the story of the guy, uh, his woman and everything. Uh, yeah getting around with somebody and all that sort of stuff. So anyway, uh, back then, you know, it was not all that uncommon for somebody to come out with a song and then somebody come out with a sequel to it, and probably somebody afterwards would come out with another one. Yeah. You know, so you got all sides of the story. And it was sort of a bit of a fun game, more or less than anything (laughs) else, a bit of humor and all that sort of thing. So we fell into that... uh, that kind of uh, routine that was uh, happening. And when they put out this song, of course, it was very popular. Dave and Aubrey were a really oh, popular band. Absolutely. And, yeah, they had some great great uh, songs and albums. And uh, so I decided to write the story from the bartender's perspective, getting involved with this woman. <laughs> and, uh, how much How much did you, you know, laugh uh, writing that? Uh, you must have had a great time writing that song. Yeah. Now, there was another one came out. There were some friends of ours down in St. Jack's, down in Fortune Bay. Uh, Marion Fyander and her husband had a little band. Uh, uh, and uh, they she wrote a song called The Sweet Arts Reply, I think it was called. Yes, and I used to have that on a cassette somewhere. And do you think I can find that? I, I can't. But yes, I do remember that song because there was, a, there was a, a three-part to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it was kind yeah, of her point of view. Country Dream, and uh, with Marion and Ralph Fiander, 
and they, she wrote this song from the girl's point of view. That's and of right. course that, that made up the the, the three peat or yep. the tripartite or whatever. Yeah, you however you want to call it. So did it? Now I'm going to ask you: Did the bartender and the sweetheart ever get together, or did the sweetheart get back to the guy? How did how did it end? Do you know? <laughs> It's like, what did they say? Like sands through I, the I hourglass. In my, in my story, what happened was the bartender got involved with a girl. Yeah, and he wanted nothing to do with her after that one. Absolutely. That's <laughs> what he was getting himself into, because she was a bit of a religious woman and all this sort of thing. Uh-huh. And uh, he, he couldn't get a fling, he couldn't have <laughs> a drink or anything like that, because he was in trouble with this woman. The grass is not always greener on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, bud, you continue playing, and the name Semini is getting more known around the island like nothing, like it's wildfire. Your next album is released in 1983 called Heaven by Sea. What did you guys do between the debut release and this one? Well, um, we we did the first, the first, back then there was a studio in Stephenville called Claude Sound. Yeah. Uh, owned by Claude Keynes and Neil Bishop. They were the two principal people over there, and they brought in musicians as they needed them. And they had a lovely uh, studio. Of course, when we went over and did the Saltwater Cowboys, we had enough songs to do that record. Went over there, and the boys, they had done quite a lot of records uh, for local artists and everything around that area. Yeah. And when we did, when we did our songs, they said, boy... You know, uh, this is different from what we've been doing. This this is really interesting, what you guys are doing here, and the songs and that sort of thing. And we said, well, you know, uh, uh, we don't know quite exactly what you mean by that, but <laughs> if you're pleased with it, well, then that's, that's good news as far as we are concerned. Yeah. So anyway, we did that one, and... Um, you know, we didn't know for sure. Back then, you you know, it was a bit of a trial to make records. Yeah. 12-inch uh, records at, at all had to come out of Toronto or Montreal. And ours right. came out of Toronto. Right. And uh, all the singles that came off it came out of Toronto. Yep. So it was a bit of an issue getting things put together. And, um, you know, there was no digital photography no. and all that sort of thing that you could do. And there was no... Uh, mp3s or wave files oh, or anything gosh, like no. that you couldn't do none of that because no. it was all real-time analog stuff that was going on yep and if you made a mistake you had to rewind that tape and start most oh, of it yeah, over everything again. was in real time i yep. mean there was no such thing as uh you know uh, you, you you had to do everything yeah if it was an hour long then it took an hour to do you know that That's kind right. of thing right yep yep absolutely so let's play let's play this song heaven by sea cuz it is true to any newfoundlander if you've ever been to newfoundland it is heaven by sea it is the best province in 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 canada and of course the best place you want to visit in the world, it is uh, it is by far the best place you want to go. Um, the other song that's on this uh, this album, which is one of my faves, is "Anniversary Waltz." So, Bud, let's take a few moments here. Let's play these couple of songs, and uh, and then we'll get back and talk to a little bit more about a fortieth birthday song that's coming out. Forty years, it'll celebrate its fortieth birthday next year, and we'll come up with that one right after we listen to "Heaven by Sea." There's another one on there, Dean, too, called The Lost of the Barrier on that same record. Yes, yes. But let's play this one here. Long, long ago was our history. 
enough to bring me back to you. and Reels, 98.5 CKWR, an evening with Bud Davidge on the phone lines from Newfoundland. That is taken from their uh, 1983 album, Heaven by Sea, Anniversary Waltz, and of course we just heard Heaven by Sea. So we just finished talking about, we're going to take a little bit of a, a different approach to this. Now, your sound back in the 80s, you said was what? Well, um... Uh, you know, looking back over it, it seemed to me we were when we started in '77 thereabouts that we were coming off a predominantly, I would think, Irish genre here. Yeah, you know, Ryan's Fancy, and there were several other Irish type. They were doing the old Irish songs. Yeah, uh, and that sort of thing. So that was one sound that was on the go, and it was a big one. But then. When we got involved and started recording in the early 80s and started continuing right through the 80s into the 90s, uh, we seemed to develop a what became known uh, as the Newfoundland music. Yep. Newfoundland sound, you know. And, um, and it was a mixture of a, a traditional, we, we had the accordion being prominent, on the traditional songs. Yeah. Uh, old-fashioned waltz types and the jigs and the country. We do we do some country songs as well. So um, the, the formula, I, I guess you could call it, we didn't spend much time developing a formula as such, but the formula that grew out of what we did on the records uh, really grew out of our playing for dances. So... If you took one of our records, you could put it on the turntable, and if you didn't jump too hard, <laughs> you could dance from one end of the record to the other, yeah. to the end, and not even take it off, you know, and you wouldn't be doing the same dancing uh, right through. You'd have a, a variety of slow waltzes and old-fashioned waltzes and jigs, yeah. that kind of thing, a little bit of easy rock kind of uh, buddy ollies genre, I suppose you could sure. call it. Yeah, yep, yep. Easy, easy rock music. And uh, so we had that mixture there, 
and uh, but of course, predominantly, predominantly was uh, was the accordion yeah. uh, base bases, you know, for our, our traditional songs. And I think probably it's it's reasonable to say that uh, the the bigger songs that we had were the were the traditional songs, you know. You take the accordion out, and you got just a normal song. Yeah. Yeah, you put the accordion in, and it just it gives it that Newfoundland flavor right there. Yeah, and yep. we and we made it a point of, of, of my writing uh, the songs were reflective of what was happening in the province. Either it was something that was timely. Oh yeah, something that was historical. You know that yep. kind of thing. So, yep. or it was a bit of humor tucked in with it as well. Well, of course. So, um, you know, it worked really, really well, and a lot of the people who came to record down with us, down with Sam in his studio, they wanted that same sort of uh, style, you know, that mm-hmm. we had developed. So it became fairly predominant, and I've heard a lot of people say, you know, that they that they 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 leaned on us for that style of music, and and it was. I think it was fairly predominant here in Newfoundland, Labrador, throughout the eighties, nineties, that sort of thing. I would agree. I think you're that uh, that catalyst that came in between Dave and Aubrey, that Newfoundland country sound, Dave and Aubrey, Rex Hemian, you know the Roy Paynes and stuff, and then moved into the Harv Bishops, the Brian Finns. But then you had Semini in yeah. that middle, and again. All those artists that I just listed, as soon as you hear a few notes or their voice, you know exactly who it is. And it's just like you guys, even you on your own, bud. As soon as that note kicks in, you know you're listening to a Semini song. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to believe. Now, let's talk about probably the most played and the most recognizable song ever recorded in Newfoundland. And, of course, it is always played around this time of year. And it is the theme song for the Mummers. Now... It is from your third album, which, by the way, will be 40 years old next year. 40 years ago, bud, you recorded this song. How does that sound? 40 years and you made that sound. So what made you write such a song 40 years ago? Well, um, you know, like you said, we had had come off two, two recordings, two records that were successful, and we sold them. They sold. We didn't know they were going to, but they did. Yeah. And therefore, we were on the cusp of saying, well, maybe we can do, like the big boys do, we'll do a, a, a seasonal record. We'll do a Christmas record. Yeah. And uh, when we made our minds up that we would, we wanted to do that, um, I started to think about the songs that we could include on the record. Sure. And I started writing them, and... Uh, and one of them had to do, you know, we, we sort of, I was sort of thinking, uh, well, we'll write something that has not been done. Yeah, for sure. You know, and something that was significant when we were growing up down in the Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, one of these things that was very prominent down when we were growing up was the custom of mummering. So, yep. Um, I wrote that song, and one of the easiest songs probably that I ever did write, and uh, because it was just a series of, uh, of of images that we went through in, in the process of going out during Christmas time. Wow. Mummering. Yeah. 
And, uh, yeah, so, uh, and, and it took off almost immediately. Oh, that it did. Now, did you ever think the song would be around and have the lasting power it does? And it's being used everywhere. 40 years later, did you ever think that? No, no. You, you, you know, you're just, just uh, you, you never think like that when you're in the middle of doing something. You never know, of course. One of the big things about it is right. you never know what's going to happen, if it's going to sell True. or if the people are going to say they're not going to bother listening to it or if they're going to latch right on to it. And in that case, they latched onto the record. Uh, we call it Christmas Fancy. We did yes. put the Mummers uh, record, so we weren't anticipating that it was going to be anything out of the ordinary. Exactly. The, the album is called Christmas Fancy, and it's, a, it's what, track number nine or something on it? So it's not even like the first couple of tracks that you, you rifle through. you got to dig through to it to come up with this. So, again, it moves into the forefront, and you just had this big big mummers festival with linda hickey and hamilton sound in bowering park on saturday yeah and i saw the videos and i'm like oh my gosh yeah it still amazes me even after all that time like you say because and the thing about it was we put that song out before we did the album itself we put the song out on a single record back in the 45s yeah 45 for the jukeboxes and the radio stations Radio station wanted the 45s back then, mm-hmm. and we always did so many singles out of each record. So we took that one off on the Mummers uh, on one side, and we had another little song called Santa Just Might Not on the other side of yep. it. And we, we packaged up a bunch of those. I don't know how many hundreds or thousands we we sold of these things before we put the next year put out the, the album itself, the full album, you know, the 12 inch yeah. album. Yep. Yeah, and the cassette after that, of course, and then after that, it was the was the uh, CDs and all that sort of thing. Of course, of course. Now, are you seeing a resurgence? Well, Dean, some things happen with that old song. Which one? It, the Mummers. The, the Mummers song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, every year, it seemed like there was something something happening uh, that brought the the song up to the forefront. And, and one of the early things that happened in '85 that came out in '84, '83, '84. Yeah. In 85, the Land and Sea program, which is a really mm-hmm. prominent uh, CBC program down yep. here. Yep, They came by and uh, called us up and said, we'd like to come down and do a show. And we want to include the Mummers uh, song in there and a few others. We had five songs all together that they wanted to do. The Marion was one of them as well. Yep. So they came down and they did the Land and Sea program. And it aired, the first, very first time it aired was in the... First week of January in 1986. It was done in 1985, just before Christmas, and uh, and that went over well. You know that <laughs> song even more popular, and that old that old show has been played. Now that's 37 years for that show being played every uh-huh. single Christmas. It plays sometimes several times over Christmas. It's like right. It's an iconic show, just like Rudolph is or Frosty. It's right up there, bud. Yeah. It's right up there. Take advantage of that. So are you seeing, so that's in 1985-86. Moving and fast-forwarding to 2022, are you seeing a resurgence in mummering in Newfoundland? Uh, we uh, After that song came out, the, the, the old process, the old custom has seemed to die away. Yes. Uh, and the... Um, and it, 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 you know, it resurfaced again, and people say, well, 
you know why it happened. It was because of the song. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I guess that's probably to a large degree that, that that may have happened. So every year since then, there has been, you know, something happening. Like we had mummers dances. We yes. Had, and then we had the parade started here in St. John's. Yep. That's been on the go now, I don't know, 10 dozen, 15 years probably. Sure. I don't know. Sure. And uh, we had a book came out. Uh, with the Mummer song words in there for children, it yep. was illustrated. We still sell a lot of these, and uh, that was professionally done in Toronto by Douglas McIntyre Publishers. Mm-hmm. And uh, and of course the video and uh, on CBC Land and Sea. Yeah, and uh, it just it just seemed to every year something significant having to do with the old song came along. And so it, it, it couldn't die out because uh, the right. people wouldn't allow it to die out, and it's still going strong. So That is that is such an amazing story. So let's play that song. It is, again, uh, the most popular song this time of year. And it's not called the Mummers song. It's called Any Mummers Loud In. Yeah. And it's funny how that you know, and you go, "Hey, any mummers loud in?" It's, it's, it starts off with the knock. And as soon as you hear that, again... You know what song it is, and it's this song. Any mummers loud in? Jigs and reels. Don't seem like Christmas if the mummers are not here. Granny would say as she'd knit in her chair. Things have gone modern, and I suppose that's the cause. Christmas is not like it was. Mark, what's the noise out by the porch door? Granny, tis mummers, there's twenty or more. Her old withered face brightens up with a grin. Any mummers, nice mummers, loud in. Come in, lovely mummers, don't bother the snow. We can wipe up the water, sure, after you go. Sit if you can, or on some mummers' knee. Let's see if we know who you be. There's big ones and small ones and tall ones and thin Boys dressed as women and girls dressed as men Humps on their backs and mitts on their feet My blizzard will die with the heat There's only one there that I think that I know That tall fella standing all alongside the stove He's shaking his fist for to make me not tell Must be Willie from out on the hill now that one's a stranger, if there ever was one With his underwear stuffed and his trap door undone Is he wearing his mother's big party to brag? I knows, but I'm not gonna say Don't suppose you find mummers would turn down a drop No homebrew or elky, whatever you got Not the one with his rubber boots on the wrong feet He's enough for to do him all week Suppose you can dance, yes, they all nod their heads They've been tapping their feet ever since they came in Now that the drinks have been all passed around The mummers are planking her down Be careful the lamp and hold on to the stove Don't swing granny hard cause you know that she's old No need for to care how you buckles the floor Cause mummers have danced here before my God, how hot is it? We'd better go. I allow we'll all get 
the devil's own coat. Good night and good Christmas, mummers, me dears. Please God, we will see you next year. Good night and good Christmas, mummers, me dears. Please God, we will see you next year. Nobody knows how long it's been it's ever since the world began. To every house on Christmas Eve comes a red-suited jolly little man. Everybody else is finding it hard, trying to make things do. Did you ever stop to think that Santa Claus might be finding it the same way too? Cause he don't have no union to fight for a raise in pay. In spite of the hours that he has to work and the trips that he has to make. Flying all over the countryside in the sleet and the snow and the frost. The only good thing about Santa Claus' job is he never ever gets laid off. Here comes Santa Claus, everybody says, when Christmas rolls around. There ain't no doubt in anybody's mind, old Santa is coming to town. I hope that it never happens. I could hardly bear the thought. If one of these days when we here comes Santa Claus, Santa Claus just might not. If Santa's job is getting harder, it's only like you think it'd be. It's hard to find the chimney to climb since we turned to electric heat. Those shiny metal stovepipes on the outside of the wall. With the wood stove burning all night long, it's a wonder that he comes at all. But he don't seem to worry, it don't seem to bother him none. As long as there's goodness in the world, Santa Claus still gonna come. As long as his little boys and girls The dreams and the sleepy little heads He'll be around every Christmas Eve No matter how rough it gets Here comes Santa Claus Everybody says Christmas rolls around There ain't no doubt in anybody's mind That Santa Claus is coming to town As long as his little boys and girls With dreams and the sleepy little heads He'll be around every Christmas Eve No matter how rough it gets Jigs and Reels 98.5 CKWR. An evening with Bud Davidge. We are here live. Well, I'm here in Waterloo and he's back home. That is, of course, uh, Santa Just Might Not uh, from their Christmas Fancy CD. And, of course, the Mummer song that turns 40 years old next year. We're going to take a couple of minutes, a couple breaks here, and uh, we'll be back to talk with uh, Bud a little bit more of coming up with, uh, you know, the next album called Music and Friends. We're going to talk to that very shortly. Hang on. Jigs and Reels is sponsored in part by Hoddle Services Disc Jockey Service, your number one choice in entertainment in Southern Ontario. Our company specializes in providing DJ services for weddings, stag and dones, anniversaries, birthday parties, school dances, to corporate parties. Our company also specializes in newfie music, which makes our DJ company stand out in the area. We also offer karaoke services, video dance parties, and stag and dough game rentals. We want to make your events as easy as possible and provide the best entertainment. So contact us today for more information at 226-988-2895 or visit us on the web at HODL, that's H-O-D-D-L-E, services, 
www.vpweb.ca. Y'all be having a time. Once again, you're listening to Jigs and Reels right here on 98.5 CKWR. It is 8.48 Eastern Time. It is a night with Bud Davidge, and again, an honor and a pleasure to chat with this guy. It's like we've known each other for millions of years, and we're getting to know about each other. And, uh, you know, one thing we haven't got, we haven't even cracked a beer yet, by. <laughs> but it's too late for you down there. You'll be up all night. Um So we played a couple of Christmas songs. Now, next uh, Monday night, i got to remind all the listeners, next Monday night... At 8 o'clock, uh, we will be going live on Facebook, uh, but we'll also be doing the show, the Christmas show, next week. So you'll get to see me in behind the scenes. Uh, you know, like, Bud hasn't hasn't heard it yet, but if I make a mistake, you know, I'll curse and, you know, I'll sh- talk to myself. So you'll get to see all this next Monday night on the Christmas show. Um, so, Bud, let's talk. You stopped playing in 2007. And we just finished talking about Sims uh, passing twelve, uh, you know, twelve years ago. Sim and I released twelve albums. Now, out of those twelve albums, Bud, what was your favorite, or at least your top three albums, out of them all? Well, uh, I guess you'd have to say the Christmas Fancy. <coughs> Excuse me. Christmas Fancy was probably uh, one of the three. Uh, Music and Friends was probably the another one. Yeah. And the Outboard People album in 1985 was a pretty significant one, too. Um, you know, they all, all the 12 albums did pretty well. And, uh, we, you know, we, they, they're still around, and, and we've, we've done compilations of them now lately and combined them to to take down from 12 down to three or four uh, compilation albums yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, the best of, so to speak. Yeah, on the CDs, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Cover, the, the, the compilations seem cover just about every song. Yes. And, and jig. As a matter of fact, we've got one that's purely instrumental, all of the jigs, and there's 20 or something of those there. And then the country-style ones, there's two records, two CDs in that one. Yep. Yep, uh, 40, 41, 42 songs or something or other. So, um, and we had the favorites, which was the one where we picked off the the best, what we thought was the best stuff. Yep. <clears throat> and then we had another one called Outport and Sea, which which was a theme kind of album and took the songs from from the ocean and, and the sea and that sort of thing. Yeah. Now you talked about music and friends not too long ago. Uh, again, another amazing song and recognizable track, as well as some shock and good. But you also have Al Jensen on that album playing the fiddle. What was that like? And those for those who don't know, who is Al Jensen? Well, uh, first of all, the the uh, Music and Friends album came about. That was number that was nineteen eighty six, number five or number four, number five, I suppose. Yeah, and. Um, uh, at that time, we decided to invite our friends, who were a lot of musicians down in Fortune Bay, as you know. Yes. Over Newfoundland, of course, but we have our own uh, Fortune Bay musicians, uh, quite a few of them. And so they were all around in that area there, below our English Harbor, down in that Fortune Bay area. So we invited, uh, you know, however many there was, six or seven of, us, of them all together to come into the studio and, and, and lay down some tracks. 
So uh, that's how that album came out, and then I wrote the song for the title. The song Music and Friends was written really only for the title. Okay. We needed something to draw it all together, so I came up with the, with the idea that maybe it should be called Music and Friends because that's what it was all about. For sure. And uh, so we didn't have any high hopes for, for that particular song, but, uh, of course, that's <laughs> one of our best songs. It still, still is. I mean, it, it's probably the best song we've we've ever done, you know, in terms of the number of times it gets played and the number of people who request it. And I was just going to say, it's not just Sam and I's song, but you, you go to any Newfoundland bar or even up here, 709 or even plays it here in Ontario. And, you know, music and friends brings everyone together. Yeah, I must say it, it's, a, it's, it's one of these songs. We used to do it for opening our show and then lots of times we do it for closing now. When, since I've been back into the music business again, yeah. Shani Ganuk and a few others, we usually close out with that song. And if there's a group of, of musicians involved, they all get together on stage and, and we all sing the song. You know, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, for sure. It's taken on that kind of, uh, of, of a life of, of its own in that regard, too. Yeah. So why don't we play that song, Music and Friends, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about reminiscing with Al Jensen. Let's get into this one. Uh, this is Music and Friends from not only the favorites, but from their fifth album. Same title. You know the words. Sing along. Get up and dance, too, boys. Chicks and Reels 98.5 CKWR. I've done a lot of living and I've found No matter where you go, the old world round They always go together hand in hand Where there's one, there'll be the other music and friends Friends. 
friends Nothing makes the old world right Like music and friends Jigs and Reels, 98.5 CKWR, Music and Friends, title track from that album. And also on that uh, album is Reminiscing with Al Jensen. So we talked briefly, he plays the fiddle. So how did you guys come about getting him on this album? Well, he, he lived in, he was an older man even back there at that stay, at that time. And he <laughs> lived in Ballorum and he played the fiddle. Now, there wasn't that many fiddle players around down in Fortune Bay. We had a few in Rincounter East. That's another isolated community there. Yep. And one of the guys from Rincounter is on that record. His name was Don Shepard. He was a good fiddle player. But Al Jensen used to play for dances in uh, in Ballorum uh, in the early days. And uh, he was a good old friend of ours and a comical sort of guy. Yeah. And, uh, of course, him and Sim were, were very close because they lived in the same community and that sort of thing. So Sim uh, said, we'll invite Al to come along and, and play us a tune on the fiddle and have a little chat. So that's how that came about, and uh, we incorporated it into the, uh, into the album itself, you know, and a bit of, made a bit of a... Uh, interesting twist to to the uh, to the record itself it is because there's a there's some talk in there yeah. about al jensen but i'll tell you it's as if you're sitting across the table from him yeah and i he sounds like he's 85 sounds like i'm talking to my grandfather you know just the accent and how thick it is it's just it is the that 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 old time newfoundland conversation yeah, and exactly. that's yeah, and that's what it is with Al Jensen. So let's listen to that one right now, reminiscing with Al Jensen on Jigs and Reels, ninety-eight five CKWR. I think it goes something like this. Can you remember it? When I was at it, well, I could do a lot better than I can now. But uh, I used to come there and I used to gather time. We had it pretty good then, didn't I? Probably some 76 years old. I'm doing that right. <laughs> 
Jigs and Reels, 98.5 CKWR. That's reminiscing with Al Jensen. What an absolute beauty of a song. Now, we were talking off the air there, bud, about Ray Johnson, okay? And how you guys have both been in the music industry for you 45-plus years, him 60-plus years, but have never played together. No, no, we didn't. Uh, they they were they were on a uh, on a track that was probably somewhat different. They were on the comedian comedian type yes. thing that they were doing, and of course, very very successful at doing it. And um, but for some reason or other, no, we we never ever we never ever got together to do any music. Uh, I mean, I've met Ray pretty often, and uh, we'd always have a conversation, and he was. A pure, true outport boy, and oh, uh, yes. was I. So we had that in common, and um, but you never know. We might somewhere along the way get a chance to do something like that. Man, that would be absolutely epic if you two ever got together on stage. The goats of Newfoundland music, the greatest of all time, the goats. You're right up there with Tom Brady. Well, I, can't, I don't like Tom Brady, so I can't say him. You're right up there with. The 67 Leafs. <laughs> um, so fast forward here, bud. 2008. Sam and I does a compilation album. And the tra- track on there is called The Rose in Her Hair. Beautiful, beautiful song. Where did that song come from? Well, um, the, the, the or, or, origin of it, uh, not exactly sure, but uh, we found it on a, on a cassette tape. Believe it or not, that we got somebody gave us from Australia. What? There was a, a little clip on there, and it was very, very short, and and uh, it was called "The Rose in Her Hair." Yeah. And uh, the melody was there, and it was very, very short. And I said, "But well, that's that's the makings of a good song." So I think I'm going to have us listen to that and and build on it and make a song out of it. You know? Yeah. And. Um, but I found out after, and we did, and of course it, be, it, it became pretty popular. Our version of it, and our arrangement, and everything became For pretty sure. popular. Yeah. And I found out somewhere along the way afterwards that it used to be way, way back in the '30s or something. It was a Broadway type song or something like that. Oh wow! I've never seen. I've never ever seen the full 
the full metal, uh, lyrics uh, that existed then, but only from this particular cassette that we had, somebody gave us. They came back from Australia of all places. Wow! It was and it was there. So that's where we got it and uh, added to it, wrote it, extra verses and stuff like that. Sure. And made a song out of it, and uh, and so you know we do it all the time. It's it's a really nice song. Oh, it is absolutely. Now, Sam and I has a mix of serious, instrumental, comical tracks. In the bushes with you is one of them. Is that an, <laughs> is that another true story, Bud? <laughs> That's. Uh, uh, I, 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 somebody mentioned that to me. Where did it ever come from? Well, I said, well, we had a, we had a guy down here, uh, you you would know, who wrote a lot of com- comedy over the years and was was really really good at it. Yeah, that was Ray Guy. Oh yes. And I remember reading one time. Ray would always talk about things that happened in the outports and so forth, and he <laughs> referred to this out in the bushes. Thing, yeah, you know, going out in the bushes. So I, I I decided to put a little song together and uh, incorporate that that uh, for a bit of fun, more or less. Eh? Of course. Now, you know, it is okay if you tell us it is based on a true story, but it's it's okay. You know, you were young and foolish back then. Oh, it's uh, well, it's always true stories because you know back in the outboards, and we still when we go back, we still have our house back there. Yeah. And we go out berry picking and sure, you know, that kind of thing. And walk. I bet you go to the missus and go, honey, let's go into the bushes with you, huh? So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, let's play that song along with uh, this one right here. One of my favorites, and we'll talk. We just finished talking about it. It is the Rose in Her Hair on Jigs and Reels 98.5 CKWR. There was moonlight And the rose in her hair In my arms there was no one So I put her there On her lips was a promise In my heart was a prayer When I finally went I went home with the scent of the rose in her hair On her face there was beauty A picture to see In her arms there was someone She loved more than me In my mind was the vision So lifelike and clear When I finally went, I went home with the scent of the rose in her hand. And then I awakened. It was only a dream For she lay there beside me So gently asleep As I kissed her in slumber I whispered a prayer 
and peacefully went back to sleep with the scent of the rose in her hand. As I kissed her in slumber, I whispered a prayer, and peacefully went back to sleep with the scent of the rose in her hand. Independent Radio, 98.5 CKWR. Oh, what I'd give to be a young gaffer Back home where my heart still longs to be too And if you were there, all oh, the things we would share With never a care in the bushes with you I'm sure there's no doubting that we would go trout Where the flies are so thick and the skies are so blue If there's never a trout, it still would be lovely Out there all alone in the bushes with you Oh, what I'd give to be a young gaffer Back home where my heart still longs to be too And if you were there, oh, the things we would share With never a care in the bushes with you And if you went to pick a few partridge berries Though I'm not a good berry picker, tis true If there were no berries, not likely I'd worry Outdoors all alone in the bushes with you Then when we'd get back, sure we'd empt out our rubbers With pin boughs all stuck to our socks like the glue And I allow you blush if there's twigs on your shimmy Cause they know I was out in the bushes with you what I'd give to be a young gaffer Back home where my heart still longs to be too And if you were there, all oh, the things we would share With never a care in the bushes with you With the birds and the bears in the bushes with you Jigs and Reels, 98.5 CKWR. We are featuring A Night with Bud Davidge here on Jigs and Reels. And yeah, the music is from Sam and I, but of course, that's where a lot of the collections come from. And he does have five albums of his own out. Um, We're going to talk some more with Bud right after these commercial breaks. Hold on. Jigs and Reels is sponsored in part by Huddle Services Disc Jockey Service. Your number one choice in entertainment in Southern Ontario. Our company specializes in providing DJ services for weddings, Stag and Dones, anniversaries, birthday parties, school dances, to corporate parties. Our company also specializes in Newfie music, which makes our DJ company stand out in the area. We also offer karaoke services, video dance parties, and Stag and Dough game rentals. We want to make your events as easy as possible and provide the best entertainment. So contact us today for more information at 226-988-2895. Or visit us on the web at HODL, that's H-O-D-D-L-E, services.vpweb.ca. You'll be having a time.
Jigs and Reels, 98.5 CKWR 913, and still on the phone lines is Bud Davidge out of Newfoundland, who is, of course, the GOAT. We like to call him that, the greatest of all time. So you don't forget, you can listen to this broadcast. Matt, my buddy Matt, is recording this, and you can hear it tomorrow on Spotify, Apple Music, and, of course, Mixcloud. Tonight's show is going off like I was hoping, Bud. I, I'll be honest with you, buddy. I was nervous. Is that right? I, uh, yes, boy. I was nervous having you on. Ask Dana. I was like, I had the questions all out, and I'm, I'm, I started the show. I came in early. I'm starting to sweat, and I'm like, do I, <laughs> you know, because this is this is huge for me. So it's it's interesting, but uh, but buddy, I tell you, I I look forward to meeting you face to face again. Uh, when I come home next year, I'm going to make a point of coming and seeing you, and we will break bread and uh, have a few drinks and have a few laughs sitting across that table from you. How does that sound? Absolutely. That sounds good, yeah. Now, listen, tell us something that someone may not know about you. What? Well, I, I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> you plead the fifth. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> You know, I started out as a teacher and yeah. uh, and and then administrator with a school board. That was my career. My career was in education, and I retired from that in 1995. So that's and I did, um, you know, my bachelor's degrees from Memorial University, and then I did a master's degree from University of Toronto in the from seventy to seventy four. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of thing. They gave me an uh, honorary degree in 2012. Yes, the Doctor of Laws. And I should have been calling you Dr. Bud all night. I apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we won a few uh, awards. We won the East Coast Music Awards, Sim, most, myself and Sam. Yep. And we also uh, had a... Uh, 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 an award from the music industry here in in Newfoundland. Yep. Uh, for being the pioneers and that sort of thing, you know, uh, lifetime achievement, that kind of thing. So we did that, and um, and like I said, we had the twelve records with the seminar. Then I had another five up to now of our of my own mm-hmm. singles or uh, solo albums. And Sim had three or four of his own too, as well. Yep. And so, you know, we we accumulated uh, quite a, a, a catalog of, of music and so forth over all that time. Absolutely. You know, I, I don't know if a lot of people know about, they know bits and pieces of it anyway. Well, exactly. And that's what I wanted to try and get across tonight. You know, again, you know, we see you, we hear you, but do we know you? So what do you do in your spare time, bud? Well, I'm pretty busy. I, I do now since I retired from uh, from education, I've been volunteering quite a bit uh, on task forces and various committees in uh, back here in the in the medical field and, oh, wow. and that sort of thing, advocating for small towns, rural towns, and yeah, and, uh, and that sort of stuff. I'm, I'm involved with that. Um, I do a lot of reading. I'm I'm interested in science and and uh, oh wow medical things, you know yep. that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, I do a lot of reading. I'm reading all the time. I wow read. So, yep. what book are you reading right now? Well, I just finished a brand new uh, book by a great uh, cancer 
other doctor, I, uh, I think, uh, among other things. Uh, Mukherjee is his last name. He's from India, and he just put out a brand new book called The Song of the Cell, about cellular um, science and uh, the history of it and where, it's, where it is today. So I'm interested in that kind of thing. And, um, you know, I'm always looking for uh, cutting-edge kinds of things that's going on in the world. Wow. So, uh, you know, I've read a lot about the COVID and, sure. and the vaccines and all that sort of stuff. So, yep. And uh, I have a great interest in the Holocaust uh, that happened over there during the Second World War. And I've read just about everything I lands on to that. So, wow. And the good movies. and Sure. But it's never, never a dull moment, really. I was just going to say, now the question was, what spare time do you actually have? But it sounds like you do. So <laughs> what music? What music do you listen to, bud? I, I, I'm listening to anything that happens to catch my attention. Um Country music I really like. I mean, I like the old classics, George Jones and Merle sure. I like, really like those. Who doesn't? Did. Who doesn't? I like a, some classical music as well. I've listened to that sometimes. Yep. And, um, you know, any kind of music, it doesn't matter what the genre of it is. If it happens to, um, if it happens to come across my ears and I say, that sounds really nice, I think I'll listen to that. So, you know, uh, I'm not particular, really, when it comes right down to it. But if I had to pick, uh, choice, I think, would be the traditional style and the country music. That would be... Uh, I still like some rock music. I like <laughs> Springsteen and those guys. I really do. They're, they're hardworking, good good musicians. I like those, too. Well, like you, they've been around a long time. So, That's right. And like, and like yeah. them and you, your sound with Sam and I and your voice is very recognizable. As soon as the first few notes we talked about this, we know it's you. How does it feel when walking around the streets anywhere in Newfoundland and people recognize you after all these years? What is that feeling like? Well, it's very satisfying, and, and no doubt about that. And uh, especially when we get the chance to do a show sometimes and we get to talk to young people, you know. Yeah. And some of the young younger ones who still know, they know the songs, they like the songs, they sing the songs. And and they weren't even born when the songs came out. Right. That's, and there were their fathers and their grandfathers' songs. Yep. Really. Yep. They they still like them and they come along and they want their autographs and all that sort of thing. So you know this thing is is really satisfying to know that uh, that that's still there. You know, For and, sure. uh, that recognition is still there. So. Yep. Now, you've influenced many generations in playing your songs or paying homage to you. Michael Lay, redoing the rose in her hair like we talked about, a Fitz production. Jamie Taylor, with his tribute to you, come on, bud, let's sing it again, to oh, yeah. 709er here in Ontario. Did you ever, and of course the list goes on and on, did you ever think that this was going to happen nearly 45 years later? No, oh, goodness gracious, no, you never, you never anticipate that kind of thing. And uh, and it still surprises me to a large degree. When I mean, it's a pleasant pleasant surprise when it happens. You know, it humbles you, doesn't it, to know that you know it, we go out to coffee over at the mall here in yeah. St. John's and uh, sit around in the Tim Hortons food court or whatever, and sure. people just come along and 
and tell me how much they like the songs and, and have a chat to get a picture took or something like that. So that so it's it, all pretty nice stuff. Yeah. Now, all the songs you sang and wrote, this is going to be a tough one. Yeah. Is there a favorite one that you did? Well, um, uh, well, you know, the, the key ones that we've already talked about, yeah. of course, they, they're, they're prominent ones. But then there's some... Like, for example, I wrote, I wrote one on the Outport album about the Truxton and Pollux disaster down yes. there in St. Lawrence back in 1942. And um, I think that's one of the, I would have to say that's one of my favorites. Okay. And, uh, you know, the way that I put it together and and that sort of thing. And uh, there's another song that I, on one of my solo albums called Black and White. I don't know if you've heard that one or not. I have, yep. Yeah, it's about a resettlement program, and they and they picked the iconic uh, photo, black and white photograph where the three little children are watching the house being towed in from out on the out on the water on Bonavista Bay. Yep, yep. yep. So that's that's one of my favorites too. Um, you know, it has to do something with the way that the words come together, and and if I'm able to craft the words. Uh, the way that I want to. Sometimes they come together rather nicely, I think. And yeah. if that happens, then that, that makes it important as far as I'm concerned. Perfect. Well, listen, we got one final thing here. And as I, I alluded to earlier, it's the rapid fire questions. These are just a couple of questions, about five questions. There's no real right or wrong answer until that last one. The last one is a tough one. So again, it's there's no right or wrong answer. I just ask you a bunch of questions and you choose. Are you ready, bud? Sure. Whiskey or rum? Oh, whiskey, rye. All right, Black Horse or Dominion? Uh, not a real beer person. I would have to pick probably Labatt's Light or something. All right, got to watch your figure, do you? Well, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I, once in a while, somebody comes along who drinks beer. I'll have of a beer course. with them. Yeah. Cod? And uh, sometimes they'll try to craft beer. As a matter of fact, now that you mentioned it, uh, the Kitty Bitty Brewery down here in St. John's, they're putting out a Mummer's beer. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think they already got it out, so I was talking to the guy. He texted me the other day and asked me, could he advertise using the Mummer song? And I said, yeah. Oh, beauty. i gotta get me a, got to get my hands on a can of that. So I, I asked him then. I said, he, he, I said, any chance of getting a few beer out of it? He said, oh, yeah, come on, boy. Yeah, what, do you, what do you think? Of course he is. Uh, cod or tur? What's that again? Cod or tur? Uh, gee whiz, now that's a toss-up. They're both of them, really. All because right. I like see, both of them. See, but, again, uh, no wrong answer. Crab or lobster? Oh, lobster. All right. And finally, this is the tough one. This is where I either unfriend you and stop talking to you because of the wrong answer. Leafs or the Habs? Oh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm sorry. Who's this again? Who am I talking to? I'm sorry. You cut out there. You said Habs, right, bud? I'll <laughs> <laughs> tell you why. i tell you. I used to be with when in the early days when Rocket Richard and... And the Pocket Rocket and Jeffrey on and all those guys yep. were with the Habs. I was a big, big Montreal fan. Okay. And then along came a group of Newfoundland players, and one of them was a favorite of mine, uh, Michael Ryder. You remember Michael Ryder? I don't. That was a little before my time. Well, that's not that long ago. <laughs> anyway, Michael played with a, with a few teams, and 
he ended up with Montreal, and they got rid of him uh, for some reason. And he and he saved their skin uh, several times. So I said, well, okay, I'm finished with Montreal. I'm going to follow Michael Ryder wherever he goes. Ah. And he left there. He went to Boston. He went with the New Jersey Devils. And I think he probably ended up with New Jersey. I'm not really sure when he retired. So then I said, I'm going to pick the underdog. And at that time, the underdog was Toronto. So I said, okay, here I go. I go with Toronto. And from their point on now, see, that's a a good story. I enjoy that story. That's okay, bud. I'll let you. We'll still be friends. There's a reason being involved in it, you see? Of course. Now, listen, uh, Bud, I got to say goodbye here, but it was a true honor to spend this time with you and, of course, get to know you. And I hope the listeners got something out of this as well, because there will be a quiz next week. I'll email out a test. Uh, This is the the teacher and Bud, okay? Bud wanted me to send out a test. We're going to have a Uh pop quiz next week. Um, Bud, thank you. Thank you, Dean. Thank it's been you. a pleasure to do it. For Absolutely. You. you know what? From the bottom of my heart, my friend, thank you Absolutely. so much for doing this. And uh, I I wish you nothing but the best, my friend. I wish you the bestest of Merry Christmases to you and your family. Um, you know, I, I hope you see the, the family from New Brunswick soon enough and uh, they come along or you go to see them. But, yep. but thank you. This was truly an honor and I can mark this off my bucket list now. Thank you very much, and you have a great Christmas, and all your folks out there listening, I hope they have a great, safe, and happy Christmas with their families and all that sort of thing. And um, and play the Mummers song when you whenever you get a chance. Oh, yes, I will. That one will be played next week on the Christmas show, guarantee it. So that might be on the pop quiz. I'll let you know. But you, you, you can mark the test next week, okay, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> buddy, you listen, uh, again, a pleasure. Thank you so much, and you have a great rest of the evening out there in Newfoundland. Okay, Dean. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Wow. I am in awe. Uh, that was uh, that was truly incredible. Um, as I sit here, I I don't know what else to say. That was uh, that was incredible. Uh, thank you again, Bud Davidge uh, of Sam and I. Um, definitely a storyteller. Uh, if you ever get a chance to see him live, please do so. Um, iconic, iconic. He is the goat of Newfoundland. I've got time here to play one more song. This is, of course, one of my other favorites. This is from uh, the Outport and Sea. The song's called Hibernia Waltz on Chicks and Reels. Sails on the ocean far out on the tide Fish in large baskets come over the side Languages spoken we don't understand Taking their claims on a forsaken land Flags of strange colors waving the breeze Homesteads in hiding sand smoke through the trees Cannons like lions on guard in the bays And women spread fish in the sun on the cave Our history has shaped us over the years Through a mixture of hope, desperation, and fears But now a new fantasy beckons and calls And our music is playing the Iberia Walls Fish plants, refineries, and stock market quotes 
And ashes where fishermen hauled up their boats Now some boat for fish and some boat for oil While executives dance around looking for spoils Then pictures of oil rigs were gone from our walls And children's grandchildren their stories recall Fishing boats bobbed in the black gleaming wave Of tankers gone searching new fortunes to make Oh, feel the fish tug on the hooks on the gear And smell the faint perfume of salt in the air Old fishermen smiling out on the seawall And hum the last bars of the Hibernia walls Oh, feel the fish tug on the hooks on the gear And smell the faint perfume of salt in the air And no one remembers the music at all As they hum the last bars of the Hibernia Wall Chicks and Reels, 98.5 CKWR. Well, I really hope you enjoyed tonight's show as much as I did. Again, thank you, Bud Davidge for uh, coming on in an evening, a night with Bud right here on Jigs and Reels. Um, that'll about do things for me. I will make way for Claude McDonald. I wind you up. He winds you down. Don't forget, next Monday night is the Christmas show. I am so looking forward to that one. i got to go home now and start compiling my music. So until next Monday night, may God bless you. May God bless the island of Canada, known as Newfoundland. You guys have yourself a great week. Good night! Jigs and Reels is sponsored in part by Hoddle Services Disc Jockey Service, your number one choice in entertainment in Southern Ontario. Our company specializes in providing DJ services for weddings, Stag and Dones, anniversaries, birthday parties, school dances, to corporate parties. Our company also specializes in Newfie music, which makes our DJ company stand out in the area. We also offer karaoke services, video dance parties, and Stag and Dough game rentals. We want to make your events as easy as possible and provide the best entertainment. So contact us today for more information at 226-988-2895. Or visit us on the web at HODLE, that's H-O-D-D-L-E, services.vpweb.ca. Y'all be having a time. <laughs>